Hey, what's up, everyone? Thank you for tuning in to the podcast, and thanks to our sponsor, SS96. Still rocking with us in 2022, and it's so amazing. We appreciate you. SS96 is putting out new merch and still has some of your favorites. Get your executive productions t-shirts, Switch Masters t-shirts, as well as Farm Race Entertainment t-shirts. Don't forget to check out Stray Stoner's music, as well as my own release under executive productions. It's available on all streaming platforms, and new music is in the works, so stay tuned. Go to ss96.net and use the promo code SWITCHMASTERS to get this kind of merch today. Thank you all again. We're grateful. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's happening? What's up, y'all? Thank y'all for joining us on Saturday's edition of SWITCHMASTER Podcast. I'm your co-host, Q the Guru. What up? I'm Zadie, executive producer. Q, what's going on, man? Man, playoffs is what's going on. A really, really good game. If y'all just caught it, y'all basketball fans, I know y'all just saw that game. My Bucks pick. It's looking pretty good. It's looking pretty good. Looking pretty good. But, <laughs> but y'all, uh, we gonna. This is not gonna be too long. The podcast. We gonna talk about the game just happened. We also gonna give you our predictions for the game that's about to come on in about an hour or so. So. Stick around, rock with us, talking hoops. So, uh, but before we uh, get into like the playoff side of it, we do want to bring attention to uh, the WNBA. As you know, the season just started, right? Shout out to WNBA, awesome. However, unfortunately, the season started without one of their superstar players, and of course, we're talking about Brittany Griner. So. As you all probably know, Brittany is being detained right now in Russia. U.S. just reclassify her status as to being wrongfully detained. Okay? And as a part of it, the WNBA approved to allow the team to be exempted. This means that she can get her full salary for the whole year. Okay? This also clears any salary cap issues that the Mercury may have in order to get a player to, like, replace her for right now so um zay what's your reaction to you know what's going on with britney's situation what do you think about the u.s reclassify her status uh i'm i'm glad and i'm reading that it's a positive step and possibly getting her back over to the u.s um but it still it sucks to know that she's just detained and has you know not only just missing the beginning of the season, um, but missing just her regular life, being you know away from family and just having your freedom. You know what I mean? That's being wrongfully detained in a foreign country has to be crazy. I know that um, one family just got someone back who's detained wrongfully for years. So to know that um, Brittany Griner being the superstar, the one of the f- many faces of the WNBA is out and you know and, and still being held it, it just really is tough to to watch um but i know that the WNBA is working along with the white house to get her back but i'm, I'm glad that the, the WNBA is also you know trying to shed light on the situation and still honoring her uh, i think they're going to put the bg42 her initials and uh, number on the court to, you know to make sure that people are aware and still like keeping her in mind and hopefully we see her back home soon. Just I just want I just hope she you know 
even before like getting on the court, just getting back and being, you know, out of that type of environment because everyone, you know, the WNBA uh, executives and everything have said they care about her well-being and safety and to be wrongfully detained in a foreign country just is, it sounds scary, honestly. And I, I don't think anyone want to go through that. So, you know, I'm, I'm just hoping that she gets back home soon. Yeah, really hope so. And uh, in the whole process, just remember why she's over there too. So, first of all, most WNBA players don't make the salary. Of course, you don't make. They don't make the salary NBA players do. But right. uh, after redoing some research about the salary aspect and how they pay her. She's only she's getting paid seven hundred and seventy eight hundred thousand dollars. That's her full salary for the year, seven hundred and seventy eight thousand dollars. And this is why she went over there, you know, because these WNBA players have families as well Well, to take care of, man. So so that's that's why she's over there in the first place. And and, um, just in case y'all know, she got detained for um, illegal substances. I think it was just. I don't allegedly, to, yeah, allegedly, right? Illegal substance right. in Russia. So, either way, this is a positive step forward. But there's so much work that needs to be done in the WNBA. They should be able to play in the league here, which is a professional league, one of the top leagues for women, and be able to provide fully for their families. And to live a lifestyle that they want and that they deserve. So, man, seven hundred seventy-eight thousand dollars for one of the superstar players. Yep. So, shame. You got rookies getting millions of dollars. Yeah, million. Right. We just talked about million, millions, millions. (laughs) Not, not even a mil. Like, come on. And she's probably. I think she finished number two in MVP votes last year too. So. That just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I feel like Britney's been in the league now almost 10 years, if not. And still, the equity is horrible. Terrible. Horrible. Yeah. And to be detained in a country where she went to play in the offseason, it's like, dang. Well, y'all, you know, I feel like there would be some, there should be some sort of front. I, I, and there may be, but as far as we know, it seems like Russia, there's no Russian diplomat that's, you know, helping out. Just kind of like, oh, you know, WNBA White House and everyone else just hoping and playing, but yeah. it just sucks, man. Yeah, and of course, you guys know there's still there's a war going on in Ukraine as well. <clears throat> so, yeah. it's a, it's a, it's a, it could be a pretty nice situation. It's definitely not as smooth as it could have been before, night like, before our relations right now with Russia right now. So, it's definitely. <clears throat> It's definitely a complicated situation, but it is good that the White House is behind her on this case. Uh, hopefully, it's a positive step forward, and hopefully, get Brittany home. As soon as there are more updates, you know, we'll be updating you all as well. But, you know, spread the word. The more people know about it, the more people talk about it, you know, and get, yeah. you know, increase the awareness out there. So, yeah, prayers up for Brittany in this situation. And her family don't know, know what they're going through as well. So, yeah, man. So, yeah. With that being said, let's uh, go ahead and free Britney. Yeah, free Britney, man. Let's go ahead and uh, let's transition to the game we just saw. So, 
The Buffs win a close one. And now they lead the series to the one. So, Zay, give me your reaction to game three. Man, Giannis, being being the freak, being a monster. <laughs> That's what it came down to at the end. Uh, I think Giannis went for 42. I think it was 42. I got to look at the stats exactly. But monster game from Giannis. Um, down the stretch, key plays, key buckets. Um, and partially just an off night for uh, Jason Tatum. I think he had 10 points and shot maybe like four of 19, four of 20 from the field. Very, uh, very much unlike him in the playoffs so far. But um, I, I I, kind of assumed that the, the Bucks would win this one. They kind of, uh, I don't feel like Giannis was happy with that last game in Boston. So I knew he was gonna come out high energy and you know, just going at him. So I'm not surprised to see them win it. Um, and even Drew Holiday had some some key uh, buckets. I think he might have ended up with like 20 plus points. Rick Lopez had a few uh, good shots as well. Um, and surprisingly, like I, I didn't think Marcus Smart was playing, gonna play, but uh, he came back. But um, down the stretch, they just couldn't put it together. So shout out to the Bucks and I don't think the series is over, but the Bucks have the momentum right now for sure. Yeah, they do. My Bucks got the momentum right now. Q's Bucks. We He's out a here. new yeah. uh, new Bucks fan out here on the no, block. No, I'm just defending my pick. <laughs> I'm just defending my pick, sir. But uh, yeah, <laughs> tough, tough, tough game, tough game. It was so close, so close. But remember, the Bucks already did what they need to do. They stole one on the road. Now they just got to protect home court. Sure. Uh, also watching this game, it also realized to me like how important Chris Middleton is to the Bucks. Uh, they're getting some extra scoring from other places, true. But Chris is just an extra body that can help defend and to help score. Because the Bucks, um, sometimes the offense can stall out when Giannis is not on the floor. So, and Chris can be that. <laughs> Good score for you, but Giannis, being Giannis, <laughs> I was I was a little worried for a second, though know, the foul trouble early, but you know he was able to overcome that. So for sure, yeah, that's my reaction to that game. Prediction for Game Four. <laughs> I, now I said books in six, right? Seven, six. Either way, I think I said I, seven. Yeah, you said seven. I said six. So and what for me? To uh, get my prediction, I mean, I, I mean, it's okay if they lose. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, as long as they get, as long as they get uh, two out of the next like four or whatever, like they need to come on in, get the win. But for real, my valid prediction for real. What can the? So yeah, at least a question: What can the Celtics do here? Like what can they uh, do? Because I think I think Tatum just has to play better. Um, giving him that boost would have gave. You know he's he's a 20, 25 point per game type dude in the playoffs. You for what we've seen so far, right. and he he just struggled. Um, I, I know. I mean, obviously the Bucks' length on defense bothered them a lot. Um, 
but he just has to put together a better game as far as, you know, and sometimes with Tatum, this is my thing, like, with him, sometimes he has, they call him moves on moves, I believe. Somebody, like, gave him that nickname before. I heard uh, Quentin Richardson talking about it. Like, he got, he's got the moves, and he can, he can get off his shot pretty easily, but it's, like, too many moves sometimes, and I feel like that's his downside, if you think about it, even though it's not, it's not bad, but it's sometimes you put together these crossovers and step back, oh, no, I'm hesitant, go back again. Sometimes yeah. you just need like that one quick move and get your shot up because he can easily do that. But he beats himself sometimes. And I feel like if he just plays quick and efficient, he doesn't have to do so many moves to get himself a shot. And I think he'll do, I think he'll play better next game. Um, but with that said, I, I still think that Giannis is going to be especially ready to defend home. And I, I think that the Bucs are going to take – I think it's going to go like this. The Bucs are going to win game four. They're going to go back to Boston. They win game five. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a game four, which gets us to the, the seven-game series. That's what I think. But we'll see. I think that – but I, I do think the Bucs will take game four for sure. Okay. Wow. See, I was trying to stick with my prediction. But I think, <clears throat> yeah, based on how I was going, it's looking like – Milwaukee can I can see Milwaukee easily winning tomorrow. I, I can I definitely see it. But mm, you know, even though the Bucks are still my pick to win in six, um I honestly think the Celtics will come back even harder tomorrow. Not tomorrow, but the next game. Monday. Yeah. yeah, so I think I think the Celtics are gonna actually win game four. Hmm. Uh then the Boston win game five in uh, Boston. And then they'll close it out at home, game six. Mm. That's what I'm predicting for. Because I can see Jason. Um, it's superstars don't have two bad games in a row for the most part. Right. For the most part. If you call them superstars, they don't have two bad nights in a row. Yeah. Uh, so I can see him playing up to par. I can see him getting one. But after this one, that's it. One in Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah. I can see him getting one in Milwaukee, and then that's it. Then uh, I think this, I think that's how it's going to go for the rest of the series. Um, as far as what they can do to uh, for Giannis, you just have to. You got to do it two ways. You got to let him get his buckets, or build a wall and just pray everybody else miss. <laughs> <laughs> but. So my, I think I would go the strategy of like, okay, Giannis, you get yours, and uh, you want to make sure we lock down everybody else. I mean, because yeah. that's because that's, that's the only way. Because almost like to how uh, they defended KD. Almost well, well, well I mean, that I one game, like... that one game, that one game, they let KD go off, and it was like he was tired. And yeah, so so, so something like that. Because most of the series, they, they locked them up pretty good. Most of the series. It was most like a team effort. And they can do yeah. that too with Giannis. Send two very quickly. Don't lazily send two on the move. On the pass, send two. Rotate accurately. That's the thing too. You have to be disciplined with these rotations whenever you send two. Yeah, for you sure. You got to be disciplined. Everybody has to be on one accord with that. Because Giannis is a good passer of the basketball. Yeah, he has. Yeah, Jason Kidd is his coach. 
he's the one that really helped develop Giannis. Yeah. So he's got the skill to pass. So just throw different looks at Giannis. Um, Jason Tatum has to be superstar level tomorrow. Jalen Brown has to help out. Uh, Jalen Brown was great in the previous game, but uh, right. not so much in this one. He, yeah, the, he, yeah, the previous he, game, he was on fire. Like, <laughs> I almost could have missed. But man, this, that crossover on uh, Grayson Island, I was like, man, this dude, all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you just got to and, – and limit the turnovers as well. And, and I think they'll be fine. If they, put the, if they can put all that together, they should be able to win the next game. But then the bus will run through them. Five and six is going to be like this. So, yeah, that's my prediction for game four, man. So, you're going with the – it's crazy you're going with the opposite. But you're going with the Bucks. I'm going with the Celtics. So. I'm going with the Bucks, man. I feel like Giannis is going to just be overpowering at home especially. I, f- I feel like he's very much like I'm on his mission right now. So, okay. I'm sticking with the Bucks for that next one. Yeah, I think Giannis will have a good game tomorrow no matter what. But it's like the strategy either let him get his – Buckets and close off everybody else, or um, it's hard to stop Giannis because he's such a. Did you see that layup over at the end, bro? It just he just so long and just so athletic. It's like you can't do anything to stop the man. And there are like at least three people in the basket when he did that. So it was like his wingspan is just. When you're seven foot, that strong and that agile, it's, it's gonna be hard to like get in front of you and, and and get above you for for any type of contest. Right. So he's ridiculous. I, I mean that in a good way. Like, Greek freak for a reason. <laughs> for real. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> see. I I I'm looking forward to how, see how it goes. Yeah. Me too. It's gonna be a good one. It's gonna be a good one. So, um, so let's get ahead and talk about the series that's about to come tonight: the Warriors and the Grizzlies. And uh, before we get into all our predictions for Game Three, something happened in Game Two. I'm sure a lot of y'all heard about it. So, Dylan Brooks was ejected from Game Two early in the game like a minute or two in the game nobody got a chance to pass gas get snacks or nothing he got ejected from the game <laughs> and because of that ejection he's also suspended for game three tonight so man it's a lot to talk about with this Steve Kerr he said he that burst brought the cold like he, there's he, Steve Kerr was like there's a cold that all players follow by and bye bye uh, basically, the call is about don't endanger another player's like health, especially when they're up in the air. So, I get that. So, first of all, what we're gonna talk about before we talk about our predictions? Number one, <laughs> do you agree with what Steve Kerr said and that and that Dylan Bruce broke the code? But then two, we're gonna get into the Bruce deserve a suspension and the ejection. So. Uh, so. <sighs> First of all, what do you think about uh, first comments first? Man. Oh, shoot. This is tough. I'm ready uh, to hear what you got to say. Go on. <laughs> this is, this is tough. I've been I, this. So, 
I'm, I'm, I've been watching this. I've been watching everybody's take on it. Everything. I'm, I'm like really trying to like formulate a, a proper opinion of it because I, what I, what I saw was Dylan Brooks. We know Dylan Brooks is known for being a aggressive player, I guess so to say. And I think that, in all honesty, he meant he didn't mean to hurt Gary Payton the second. I don't think he meant to hurt him, but he meant to foul him. And when you're in the air, you, there's, you know, there's not much else you can do but hope you come down the right way. And that sometimes just as a, as a basketball motion, you might come down and hurt yourself just on impact. Um, so I think, I think he should have just let him go because he was up in the air and he was already like trying to run back, sprint back, make a hustle play, which is, you know, a good thing. Don't stop hustling. But at the same time, he's in the air and he's, he clearly, I watched video, he clearly swiped at him instead of like jumping, trying to make a block or a play or, you know, a foul. At that point, I feel like he should have just let him go. He should have just like, all right, he's in the air. I ran back. Let me just stop. Let me just pull back. I'm not even going to swipe. I'm not going to push anything. Because at that point, he's in the air and you're like running from full sprint into the picture. And that's not going to end well. It's just not. So I don't think he meant to break the code. I don't think he meant to hurt him. But as a player and, you know, just common sense just tells you, all right, you know, if I'm in the air, I'm not going to hit you like that. I'm not going to swipe over your head. So getting getting ejected from that game, that's, that's I'm completely with that. Suspension, I think the suspension is kind of questionable because it came so, I think it came as a result of him getting injured and being out now. But I don't necessarily agree with the suspension. But I agree with his ejection. And I feel like, I guess in a way, he did break the code. But I, I wouldn't, honestly, I wouldn't even suspend him for that. Because it, it's it's like trying to make a play and he got hurt. But you don't touch a guy in the air. That's bottom line. You, you just don't do that. But but I, I say no. I, I don't necessarily agree with the suspension. Right. So I'm not even going to try to guess intent, but I'm going to lay down some facts real quick. The previous game, his boy got dunked on. <laughs> dunked all over that man. So, uh, also, oh, man. Uh, previous game, um, something else happened. Draymond got kicked out. That's true. I told my before, what happened in game? Oh. Talking about Draymond getting hit in the face? I guess so. And was that? Uh, hold on. Something. No, I'm not talking about Draymond. Draymond didn't get hit in the face. He did. I'm trying to think about what else Dylan could have been upset about. <laughs> so you think he was upset and was like, oh, I'm about to show him. Smack. <laughs> I mean, to show like, hey, we're going to be physical. Something. Uh. Even though the Grizzlies are one. Too. Like, I just, I'm just, I'm Somebody was gone. 
Jaren Jackson? Anyway. Out of the game, like. Maybe he was trying to make a point like, hey, we're going to be physical. Y'all ain't going to just do whatever y'all want to do this game. So uh, maybe that resulted in that. I don't know the intent. I'm not going to try to guess the intent. But the, the fact is, he did wind up and swipe the dude in the head. Unfortunately, uh, he fell awkwardly and got injured. Now, it's almost like he's being suspended for two games. He got ejected so early. <laughs> two. So technically, it's almost like a two-game suspension if you think about it. Basically. Basically, yeah. They missed him for the entire game, and now they're going to miss him for game three. Yeah. And yeah. He's, he, he's so vital because while watching that game, I was like, man, he could be really useful at this spot because um, he's a defender, of course. To uh, help help out against Steph, of course, and Jordan Poole, because he got to go in that game a little bit. And, uh, yeah. And the game was so a couple days ago, so it's hard for me to remember every single detail that I wanted to say. But like, yeah. So he could have been very vital to that. But the suspension, I get your point. Uh, I was very surprised to hear that he got suspended for it when he already got ejected. I think just because this it's, his is different from Draymond in this case, at least. Uh, so I got a quick question. Because because he did because his was like the whole wind up thing I think. Right? Yeah. And uh, yeah, that was the main thing. And Draymond, he his was like, and I think too, I don't think he, Dylan was even looking at the ball when he did that. That's, that's what I mean. I I think that when you in Dylan Brooks' case, when you're in, you're chasing somebody down, right? You're, you, there's only one thing, one or two things you can do. If, and if they're in the air, and you can't get up there and block it, you just gotta let them go. Because otherwise, you could, you're honestly, that's dangerous to yourself. Like you could run into him and, you know, anything, trip over him, and both of y'all get hurt. Or two, you in the air. I mean, you you know, you catch them and follow them before they take off. Because mm-hmm. you going up under somebody is is a dangerous play anyway. Um, but with with Draymond's situation, grabbing the jersey isn't you know that's not a that's not a basketball like play. But no, do you, it's not. but but do you think that if, if Clark would have got hurt from Draymond's pull, he would have got suspended? Because I don't think he was in. I, well, I know he didn't intend to hurt him either. I don't think. I, I still don't think Dylan Brooks did. I don't think he tried tried to send the message. I think he was trying to like m- make a hustle play. But honestly, like how he Dylan Brooks is, I'm not surprised that he did that. But I don't think he is like had a malicious intent to like. Oh, I'm a you know I'm gonna show him. I'm gonna be physical and you know just smack him real quick. Yeah, I because, don't think I don't think he did it on like. I don't think he, I, I agree with you. I think that's a lot of everyone else is saying too. We don't think he intentionally just wanted to hurt the dude. No. Right? But I do think there was an intention to be like physical in the game to set a tone. I think right. that was, but it's not even fair for us to assume intentions because we're not in his mindset. But the fact is, he did do the wind up and the game go through. Did you hear Draymond trying to justify what he did? 
I saw he was trying to just call TNT like he was trying to justify it. I'm like, man, you, you literally got you. You did it, man. It's like no matter how you framed it, his hand was literally. He made it seem like he got it got caught up in it, but it literally seemed like he had it in the fish. Yanked him down. Fish, man. You can't justify that. So sometimes, I mean. It's in the past, so sometimes you just don't have to talk about it. <laughs> True. Just let it go. I was like, this man is... Then he get fined, too? Huh? He got fined, right, for his comments on something, right? Probably did. That's what I mean, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, you say take a fine. He's like, man, I'm going to do an appearance. I'll do the... I'll be fine. That's what I, I mean, if you want to pay the fine, sure, but if I'm... Me and my mind, I don't want to... I don't want to pay no fine for... You waste the money. You got your own talk show. You can get the comments out yourself. You don't have to do it right now. Like, like, come on. I, guys, I, I this man got his own podcast and he can work on TNT. Like, he could have did it there. Like, for real. I ain't wasting my money. That's right. him. That's him, though. But That's I mean, him. he's caught up in the moment, though. I understand. He's he's visibly, he had the right to be upset for being his gentleman in the game. So, I mean, anyway, it is what it is. But Dylan, I was surprised he got suspension. I don't. It's tough because that's a key player, man. He was already out game two, so I don't know. It's tough. I don't really agree with the I agree with the ejection for sure. Yeah, that's yeah. definitely playing too. Okay, I got you. Sure. Yeah. No. Yeah, no doubt. Wando follows well, through in the head. That up about like two. Yeah. No, no problem. With it. And you won't be on that it's it's i i feel like if he wouldn't have got hurt would he have been suspended and same with same with draymond if brandon clark would have got hurt would draymond be suspended because you there's no way for them to know oh if i foul this dude hard enough i'm gonna hurt him or whatever I, there's no i don't think any of these guys are like oh i'm about to you know break somebody's arm real quick and there are ways Still relatively young in his NBA career. He maybe doesn't know how to do that yet. You know, the proper procedure. Most I mean, grab him or I don't know, something. My something. perception of Dylan Brooks is that he's a he's a good player, like no doubt, no disrespect to him, but he's kind of a wild child when it comes to physicality and really? everything. He's he's kind of rough around the edges to I me. Mean, so are you comparing him to because when you say that, I think of Patrick Beverly. With that description you just said, I think of Beverly because he's kind of a wild man, kind of defensively. And defensively yeah. He'll take yeah. chances that most, that most players probably wouldn't do. So, are you comparing Pat Beverly in that way? Or? I don't think he's at the level of like talkative, talk, talkativeness as Pat Bev, but he's like that type of energy, hustle. You know, I'm gonna be physical regardless type player, which is which is a good thing. But at the same time, you have to know when to contain that. And like this play, he got suspended for. And I'm not saying it's his fault. I'm not, like I said, I don't think he deserved the suspension. But at the same time, you gotta be aware of your actions when you take a swipe at someone. That's, that can endanger not only that player, but you. Cause they very well like if he would have if he would have been lower he could have hooked his own arm and hurt his own self and not just not just gp in this in that case so i think i think a lot of those guys like the 
hang out for two weeks at least. And that's if he's good to go. and players' perspectives, I don't think he, um, I don't think his, the, his, his perception as a player has changed. I think the dudes are probably, as, as the players are probably going to be like, all right, well, I know it's going to be a physical night if Dylan Brooks is on the court or guarding me or, you know, I'm, I'm going to look, I mean, Memphis in general, I'm going to look for them to play physical, tough type of basketball, but at the same time, I'm going to be like, all right, Dylan Brooks is going to like, he's going to like, be elbowing me, going to the rim. He's, you know, he's gonna body me. He's, he's he probably will get hit me with a hard foul. But I don't think I like even with all that. I don't think he intends to like hurt anyone. I think he's just a very much intense type of player that, like you said, still young and trying to figure out. Probably still like learning from this situation. Like, oh well, you know, I probably shouldn't have swiped in in the air. You know what I mean? Like, if if you're gonna swipe, are you gonna like do that? Don't do it in the air. That's that's just dangerous to anyone. Like, but I don't think his his reputation is like changed. I think he's like I said. I think he's a wild child, just just because of how he is, how he plays. But he he's you know talkative too. But I don't think that's I don't think there's a bad rep or perception on him. Yeah, I think you're alarming. That's what I think. He should he should have just let him go. Yeah. I say if you don't have an attempt to, uh, to get the ball, like, don't try, especially if you're not experienced enough to know how to do a hard foul. And it's still. Wow, hurting from the Yeah, but yeah. that hurting, like, protecting yourself and protecting your good fellow player. Like, if you don't know how to do it, just don't even try. Like, and I hate that. Uh, Still, you can, you can still get hurt, but regardless of how you land, but you still get hurt, bro. That, yeah, it's just yeah. tough, by the way. Though. Game three suspension, we both think is uh, probably unwarranted, but we understand it because he got injured. So, we both kind of agree that he got because he got injured. So, do you think that NBA is right? We're still suspending him just because he got hurt? Or do you think the NBA is wrong for the suspension? I'm not going to say the league is wrong. I'm going to say that they see this as a learning opportunity 
so guys don't, you know, I, I think what the league is trying to send out a message saying, oh, you know, we can't, we can't be, you know, just letting this type of stuff go. And, and I don't think it was like, oh, because he deserved it, but more so of like, we have to set an example because if this happens again, then we're going to have a lot of guys getting hurt and then that's going to damage what we, the message that we want to send out, which is, you know, you don't want, you don't want these younger generations growing up all thinking that's okay. And, you know, you'll get kicked out the game, but no no repercussions for that. I, I feel like it's just an example, which I'm not like exact, I'm not mad at if they, I gotta stop it somewhere before it ha- like keeps happening. Then yeah. that makes sense to me. I get that. That's a good point. I didn't really think about that. Like, do you want to set an example? Because the last thing they want is to acknowledge the palace again. This is where this is where everything changed. Rules and everything changed like that. So player safety is foremost as well as fan safety. So I get it. Out of series one on one, uh, we just talked about one key factor that happened in game two, but overall, what's your reaction to uh, game two? Jaron uh, Jackson still playing live, and, uh, playing, yeah. and playing like I know he can. So, yeah, I, I think I think it was just a spirited performance from John taking over late in the game and, and just doing what it took to get his team to win. Man, hold on, real quick, he, okay. he took the game over. Can see I want to eye, bro. He took it over without being able to see. Like this yeah. man, man, I love Jobber. Like for real. <laughs> so yo, I have so much respect for Jobber, man, bro. He reminds me of a young Russell Westbrook. Here we go. He does though, man. The explosiveness, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yo. Athleticism. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, that makes all, sense. All of it, bro. When he first came out, that's what people were comparing to. They were like, yo. Yeah, for sure. Did they yeah. take over the game like that? To knock down your free throws, even though you can't see out of one out wholly, like, it was like blurred vision, bro. Like, very blurred. So, man. I'm sorry I took over, man. You go ahead. Bro, you, nah, you good. Oh, I'm good, bro. That's <laughs> it. I'm, shout out to John Moran, man. I, man. Nah, it was a great performance. Um, probably one of the best performances in, in Memphis history, honestly. And just, I'm like, I think everybody knows, like he's putting league on notice, like I'm a superstar. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm that dude. And I feel that Ja can be best, one of the, if not the best player in league, one of the best players in league for years to come. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like Ja is, 
one of those guys that's going to be a, a face in the league. And he kind of already is in, in a respect. Um, Jaron Jackson Jr. still played well, um, played exceptionally on defense. Like, I'm I'm, I'm really, like, paying attention to him a lot now because I like seeing forwards and, and centers, like, you know, just be dominant. And his ability to, you know, defend the rim is, is – he put me on notice now. So shout out to Memphis um, rallying after you know the Brooks file and everything, and you know containing the Splash Brothers the best they can. But with that said, I think Golden State's gonna come out tough tonight, especially on and and San Fran back at home, from Chase Center. That Steph is gonna Steph hasn't had like a Steph type of shooting night, so I think he's gonna be in it. He's gonna be overdue for a big game. Clay is gonna, you know, I, I, I think everyone like agrees that Clay is, it's Clay Thompson, right? But he's not like 100% back, and he'll, he'll get his. I, I think going home is gonna be a boost for him as well. Um, so I, I think that Golden State's gonna probably take this one, but I'm sticking with my sticking with Memphis to win the series. Okay, but. You know, we both know Golden State is not shooting. Like, this might be one of the best shoot. I'm predicting one of the best shooting nights for the Warriors. Ever? This, this will be one of the shooting <laughs> nights. This will be one of those shooting nights where all three of them go off. Pool, Clay, and stuff. I, I think they're all going to have good shooting nights. I think it's going to be a blowout. Pool party? <laughs> I'm predicting a blowout, man. Oh. I, I'm predicting a blowout. It, it, this game might be over by halftime. That's what I'm predicting. Now, if I'm wrong, I'm gonna be on. I'm gonna be on live tomorrow, eating like, <laughs> facing the facts, like y'all all wrong. But I'm right. expecting a blowout here. If it's not at halftime, if it's not like, no, let me let me rephrase that. I need to be up by at least 15 points at halftime. I know that's not a blowout yet, but if they keep going, okay. I'm about to say, man, I need to be up by 15 at halftime. Okay. Hands on, go to like, like blowout, 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 third oh. quarter. Stars trying to win this game. That's how I think it's going to go. You don't be up at least by 15 and has If it's not 15, it'll be close to 15. And don't let it be 20 because that's 2025. That's probably you know, I'll be, you know, I protect myself by saying okay. it's 15 and has time. That's why I'm thinking. Because Dylan Brooks is out. Williams, Zaire Williams. I think so. He played decently. Yeah, I think that's I think that's what I'm thinking of. Uh, so yeah, I don't think it's it's tough for that game to travel on the road. And you yeah. know how the, you know these Warrior fans are going to show out. <laughs> During the playoff yeah. time, the Warriors. <laughs> oh no, that's a whole different beast right there. That's a whole different environment. So yeah. it's going to be tough to deal with. And I think Ja will. Uh, I don't think about Ja. He had a spectacular game, awesome game, but he tends to go up and down. Remember, I want to remind y'all last series. Uh, he had he stepped up in certain moments, but it's like y'all would tend to have like a bad half. 
yeah. come out in the second half or fourth quarter. In order to beat the Warriors in this game, he has to be on from the get-go. He has to have a good first half and a great second half. Yeah. To have a chance. Because again, you're out a key role player. Yeah. And role players already don't play as well on the road. So Jaws gonna have to be super spectacular. Similar to what they did for the 47. Because when you guys 47, he was good that whole night. He was great that whole night. So he yeah. to be and I, I don't think he I don't think he needs to drop 40 for them to have a chance. I, I think that he, like you said, just without after Dylan he, put him stay without in the, it. Without Dylan Brooks. I I'm not okay. Dylan Brooks def- defensively is another guy that can you know, give them an edge. Yeah, for sure. But, but I mean, he's not Desmond Bain. He That's the one dude we talk about, Desmond Bain. Bain has to have a good game. Bain needs yeah. to step up and have a good game. But even on the Warriors side, they don't have anyone that can really guard Jaw. True. He, man, man, he just, he's just too athletic. He's just too quick to – for. and there's no disrespect to Clay, but he just can't – Move with him like that. He don't have that lateral quickness like that. Not yet. Yeah. Not right now. Obviously, it always has been kind of like a liability on defense, depending on you know the night, the matchup. Who are you talking about? Steph. Oh, Steph. Okay, I was about to say. I thought you said Clay. Now he used to be. No, 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 no. Not Clay. Clay. Clay to his best is a great two-way player for sure. But Steph is like ah. You might get a couple steals. Like, no, Steph is like he's, he can play the pass lane, but on ball defense, I'm not. I'm not going on Steph to give me a spot. Right. I mean, he's. Oh. A, I will label it as he's a high. He, he's a high. He's not good. He can, he can he's play defense. He's he a high. <laughs> <laughs> he, he can get you a steal. That's a high. He can get a um interception. Like, <laughs> no, no, I'm saying not interception. Yeah, it's still interception in basketball. Interception pass. So yeah, interception. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, he, he he'll play the pass lane, but he'll play the pass lane. It's high, but he's not. He's like making it too secure on the on the on defense. I'm I'm it, those ankles. I I'm not relying on that. <laughs> so, but I do, I will give credit to Steph on that one play in game one. I think it was game game one. Yeah, to uh, he was bragging about how you lock y'all up, but you know. Oh, oh lock, yeah. He didn't lock him up, but you know. Oh no. You did all right to stop the to stop. Yeah, you thought what y'all did, did the next good. game. You did so. good to stop, but y'all got you the next game. You're right. Y'all got you the next game. Y'all is just quick. He's, he's, he's 99 plus. plus. Like, <laughs> oh, handling 99 plus. Like, it's crazy. I mean, he reminds me of what, if Derrick Rose wouldn't have gotten injured, mm-hmm. like his speed before the injury. You know, up and down the court. If and it's and it's not even like he's just bursting out, running every fast break. Ja has the speed, but he also has the control. Like he is able to see the floor at a different level than you know his predecessors and control the pace really. But still, no one can really stay in front of him. Yeah, they really can't, especially when he's determined. He's like he's like one of the best finishers already. And especially when he's hitting jump shots too, it's just like, all right, well, I can't even give him space now. Right. I, I think they play the right defense. I think I agree. Just back up and let him show you. Because most nights in the first series, he was terrible from three against uh, slipping who they played against. But he did. He shoot. In Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. He shoot well from three against Minnesota. Yeah. But this series, he's already made more. 
three pointers than he did that whole series. Yeah. So he's he's shooting a lot better uh, in this series against the Warriors, and it's needed. You gotta be able to shoot against against this Warrior team. Yeah. To get spacing for the squad, and for the Warriors, I need Wiggins to step up. I need Wiggins to step up. I mean, yeah, he got he had a one great posterizer. It was awesome. One of the best posterizers in the, in the playoffs so far. Yeah. Like, my mouth was, was, was like, like, oh. Yeah. Okay, Wig. Okay, Wig. Yeah. All star Andrew Wiggins right there. You know? Okay, yeah, but we need more of that all star Wiggins. Like, uh, this, it's, it's, this man was an all star starter. At least show up, man. It's an all star starter that you report to. I'm not even mad at him though. I'm, I'm, I think with Clay returning, yeah, it's kind of been kind of an adjustment, and it's still not exactly fit. Well, I like to figure it out. Honestly, how come, how come Poole is still able to do it, but not Wiggins? Because Poole is in the same situation. Mm, well, ah, uh, you got me there. <laughs> I mean, he's at least show up somewhere. On, if he not offense, at least on defense. But, well, I'll say this about. Poole and Wiggins. Wiggins is kind of like at this point playing more of a four and that's not something he's used to. He's playing like more of a stretch four type role because Draymond has been starting at the five, I want to say. Because they're playing small right now. Well, at least they, when GP was starting. They, 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 they might change that. He might go down, but... Yeah, they have, um, they have a new death lineup, so yeah, when they all go small, you're right. Uh... It'd be interesting to see how Memphis would uh, counter that. Because the Warriors, when they do go small, the weakness is on the rebounds. But the fact that they got re- out-rebounded, no, they gotta, Memphis has got to grab those boards. Especially when you have someone like Jaron Jackson. Yeah. He has to get out of foul trouble. That's, that's that too, his... man. That, that's so annoying to me. I was like, how you foul out again? <laughs> I saw a thing on Twitter said if if the NBA had ten fouls, <laughs> it was <up> to me. <laughs> if <laughs> if Michael Jordan would be Jared Jackson Jr. if the NBA allowed ten fouls per game, <laughs> I was like, bro, you gotta he get he fouls out. I want to say at least fifty percent of the games, and and that's like saying I feel like that's generous. I feel like he's fouled out more games than he's played like fully. He's too valuable to his team to keep getting fouled out like that. He just has to play. It's it's young and you know I'm a block everything type of mentality, which is yeah, good. But we gotta be smarter than that in playoffs. Yeah, I'm excusing that for the uh, for the lack of experience. I, I I'm, I'm okay with that, but still, you think you'll learn from the previous series because he fouled out in the previous series too. Yeah. Like I don't know, man. It's, yeah, I know. I, I know. It's, it's got to be super frustrating for him as a player to keep fouling out. Yeah. Especially when you can't play in those key moments. But shout out for the Grizzlies for winning anyway. <laughs> I, thought, I thought for sure. But Dylan Brooks out. It was a Warriors prime opportunity to be up two games. But Ja had a superstar game. And this is the other thing, too. This is the other reason I think the Warriors are going to win tonight. The Warriors had one of the worst shooting performances ever in game two. Yeah, 
I don't think Steph Steph and Clay are gonna shoot that bad. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh, not that bad. No. Uh, that's the anomaly compared to what they normally do. So that's on that's why I'm predicting almost a blowout. <laughs> like they're gonna come out sniping. Like that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> they're gonna be on fire. Catch and shoot from half court. I think they, I think they will explode, but I'm gonna disagree with the blowout. I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna give. Oh, you think it's gonna be a blowout? I'm, I'm, I'm. I think about fourth quarter, I'm doing something else because the game's over. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's we'll what I'm predicting. See. We'll see, but I, I'm just not gonna say blowout. I, I'm, it's not safe to say right now for me. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking. All right, all right. I mean, I'm just saying. I think the Warriors will win. And will Jaron Jackson take his game on the road as well? That's what I'm wondering too. Because Desmond Bain, he's due for a breakout game, but I don't know what it is. I don't know if he's. I think he was dealing with uh, back going on. Is this back? Is back pain? Mm -hmm. Oh, that. That's tough. That's tough. Back back injuries are tough. So. Yeah, man. Um, Those those back injuries tough, man. Man, they, they they can have y'all on the whole season, bro. But he's um, still playing, man. <laughs> he he's still playing through it, bro. So I know that's tough. Oh <laughs> man, this guy here. We ain't gonna get in. We ain't gonna get in there today. We ain't gonna. We'll talk about. We'll talk about that. Oh man, hey, we'll talk about <laughs> you set it up though, man. I, I didn't try to. I really didn't. <laughs> yeah, I did. I didn't know what injury you had though, for real. But I, but yeah, that's tough though. That's. Whatever, because we know he's not himself. Because he was like one of the best players in that first series against the Timberwolves. But man, somebody's got to step up on the scoring side. Jaron Jackson has been doing that, but can he keep it up? If not Jaron Jackson, who is it going to be? And will Ja have a great shooting night? I'm left with like I don't know for most of those. For most of those answers to those questions, so that gives me more confidence that the Warriors will definitely win for sure. And, I predict the and yeah, I know we predict the win. And I'm predicting uh we can we can do whatever you want at four quarter because it's over. <laughs> so that's what I'm predicting. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see, man. <laughs> uh the site. It's about that time, so yeah, we going with the, uh, we both going with the Warriors. We'll see if it's a blow or not. So yeah, going with the Golden State Warriors. Um, I think the pool party and the Splash Brothers are gonna show up tonight. I'm not saying blow up, but I think they. Yeah, let's see. We'll see. But uh, thank y'all for tuning in to this uh. Little recap of to the games we just watched and stuff in the books. Uh, we gave you our predictions <clears throat> as to what's going to happen in this game. We talked about our predictions to the game we're, we're all about to watch in a few minutes here. So thank y'all for joining us. We'll be back on live tomorrow as well to react to the games and to react to all the other playoff series. We know that Joel came back and that's huge. The Black Mass, we'll be talking about that. We're going to um, talk about the other series with the Suns and the Mavericks. We'll be talking about all those things. So we'll be catching you sure. tomorrow for sure. Appreciate y'all. I've been your call, Zadie Executive Producer. All right. It is 
Well, let's get it good. All right, we'll catch y'all tomorrow. Follow our social media. We'll keep y'all updated. Keep following us on YouTube. We'll put it in there when the time will be on. So, yeah. Enjoy the game, y'all.